There are times when a certain amount of doubt is a healthy thing. A little skepticism can be good. There are, after all, people who shouldn't be trusted, and there are deals that are too good to be true. Frequent used car salespeople come to mind, or those email messages about amazing pharmaceuticals that we get with some regularity, or those mysterious phone calls from a phone number that's almost exactly like mine. They are just a little too good to be believed, those deals. So skepticism is not always bad. Scripture scholars have their doubts about some of our first reading from the second chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. This perfect community of disciples can seem just a little too good to be true. At least our own experience would lead us to believe that it's maybe a bit idealized. A more historically accurate account might have told about the occasional backsliders, people who abandoned their faith in the face of hardships, uh, disciples who took advantage of their position, and communities that were torn by some divisions. The rest of the New Testament certainly doesn't gloss over those situations. Some scholars theorize that this second chapter of Acts isn't meant as an historical account, but rather was written to encourage early Christian communities who were struggling. The fact that it isn't history in the modern sense of the word doesn't make it any less valuable. In fact, it makes it more valuable. We can see what the early church held as an ideal and know that we need similar ideals to sustain our communities. There are people who are afraid of doubt and think that doubt is the enemy of faith. But I've never believed that. Any faith like ours that has both truth and depth won't be bruised by a few pointed questions. Generally, the tougher the questions, the deeper we are led into the mystery of God. And that's good. Doubt is not the opposite of faith. The opposite of faith is despair. Doubt can lead to deeper faith, and despair doesn't lead at all. And it is despair that the Apostle Thomas is struggling with in today's gospel. The other disciples have seen the risen Lord, they've received the Holy Spirit, and so their shock and their grief and despair have been replaced by joy, courage, and strength, which are gifts of the Holy Spirit. But Thomas missed it. So when he's confronted by this sudden change in his companions, he's got to be thinking that they have lost their minds. He doesn't merely doubt their story. He frames his disbelief in conditions that he considers impossible, inspecting Jesus' wounds himself. He doesn't just say, I don't believe it, but in his despair he proclaims, I will never believe it. Fortunately, even though Thomas has given up on Jesus, Jesus hasn't given up on him. 
And so when the Lord appears a second time, Thomas is finally able to let go of his despair and believe. You may have noticed that we live in an age of both doubt and despair. People are asking questions they never would have asked 30 years ago. And those things are complicated by the fact that we live in such a divided society. And some people react to the difficult questions we face by pretending that issues are strictly black and white, right or wrong, my side or your side. And some people might make an appeal to authority to resolve any ambiguity. Some might say that the questions themselves are irrelevant. But those are all forms of despair because instead of leading us deeper into the mystery of God, they stifle dialogue and injure people who are honestly searching. Because these are times of doubt and despair, committed Christians have a unique role to play. We have a commitment to justice and to reconciliation. We hear this constantly from Pope Francis, who constantly challenges us to show God's mercy to the world. On this Divine Mercy Sunday, we are reminded that it is our task as the disciples of Jesus to make that mercy known to the world. And that commitment challenges us to stay open to the questions and doubts and even despair that people experience. It's not easy, but it is essential. Because we live in the light of the resurrection, our commitment to justice and to compassion isn't just to fix what's wrong with the world. It's an openness to risk asking uncomfortable questions and to be with people that might not be welcomed everywhere. Because we have faith in the risen Lord, we can stand with troubled people or in troubled times knowing that we don't have to have all the answers. Our willingness to take the difficult path that leads deeper into the mystery of God is itself a witness to the world that the Holy Spirit works even through our doubt and casts out despair. And so we are people of hope. This Divine Mercy Sunday, we celebrate a feast that reminds us of God's readiness to heal us and forgive us. In the midst of our doubts and struggles, God continues to reach out to us with his grace. May God's divine mercy lead us deeper into his love.